Hello, and welcome to the final episode of this seven-week series on the Red Letter Challenge by Zach Zender. I am reminded of my daughter's college graduation when, as the valedictorian, she was the one to share the message to the graduating class. And she spoke of how, through her, her years at college, different people were Jesus to her in a wide variety of ways, like the time that somebody offered to buy her new tires for her car because they had the extra money and they wanted to do that for her. There were lots of amazing examples and so selfless and unbelievable. I just, my brain just goes back to just thinking of all the thi- all the people that she gave as examples and the things that they did and not expecting to be repaid. So many amazing stories. It reminded me a lot about the Red Letter Challenge. And if I had to wrap up this book in this 40-day challenge in one sentence, I would say, be Jesus to everyone you meet. The Red Letter Challenge gave us like a suggested plan on how to do what Jesus said. That is what the red letters are referring to. In some Bibles, the words of Jesus are in red letters. So the Red Letter Challenge really was, to me, like a suggested plan, a roadmap, or like an outline with five areas or targets to really work on and shoot for. Being, forgiving, serving, giving, and going. So being, we learned how to be in relationship with God, our Father. So many of the red letters show us how to do so. Jesus himself emulates the relationship that we should have with God, our Father. And what stuck out to me were God's word and prayer are like two of the best tools that we have to do so. Forgiving, easier said than done. And Jesus makes it look easy. He forgives the worst of the worst and he asks us to do the same. Sometimes it might need to start with yourself. I didn't think I needed to forgive anyone at first. And during that specific week, thought, "Mm, this isn't really that difficult. And then later, I would find myself with lots of reasons that not only I needed forgiveness to be given to me, but also things I needed to let go of and to forgive others for. I like how through the red letter challenge, everything sort of scaffolds off the others and builds off the other targets. Serving, again, nobody does it better than Jesus. But when we work to serve someone other than ourselves, the side effects are amazing. This part of the challenge I found joyful. I think I also found 
maybe that area that you feel like God gives you a little bit of a gift in, and that's not trying to brag in any way, shape, or form, but serving feels like it comes easy to me. I'm a people pleaser, and that can be both good and bad um, in some ways. You know, sometimes our biggest strength is also our biggest weakness. But I felt like when I was serving for the right purpose, it felt amazing and joyful, and God was clearly present. Giving, Jesus talks much about money and how not to love it. He also shows us when we share it out of our abundance and when we give sacrificially, the reward is great. And it doesn't necessarily mean that there's a return on our investment in terms of monetary value, but the reward of giving sacrificially, of sharing from the abundance of what we have is greater than we can imagine. And going, putting it all into practice and sharing who Jesus is and who doesn't want to introduce they're very introduced, not introduced. My goodness. Um, sometimes I just get so excited. I get way ahead of myself. Either that or I'm having a small stroke. And that's not really funny to joke about. But I joke because life is a little bit tragic. <clears throat> so who doesn't want to introduce their very best friend to everyone they meet? Even though I thought... I was doing this and was trying to do these things, I was really amazed at how much work I have to do and how better I can be. And it actually got to be a little bit overwhelming. The red letter challenge is tricky. The red letter challenge is tricky because it's not only like truth or dare, it's actually truth and dare. And the challenges weren't exactly easy. And on top of that, you're not done when you're done. The 40-day challenge was really a 40-day introduction to a habit, a daily task, a lifestyle that would need to continue to do the rest of our lives. Like these are challenges that you don't just do one and done. It's not like, you know, ring your neighbor's doorbell and run away, which that doesn't sound like a very nice challenge. It wasn't in the book. So that isn't one because that would be ding dong ditch. And that's not even funny. It's a little bit funny when you're young, but not so much when you're old and you get up and answer the door and nobody's there. That's just rude. Anyways, but if we truly want to follow the red letters of the Bible and do what Jesus says, we have to do these suggested challenges all the time. And the challenges were the same for everyone in the book. 
but real life looks different and our circumstances won't follow a specific order, nor will we have sort of that exact same suggested challenge. They'll come in a wide variety of forms. And you might find yourself constantly working at being with God and all of the spiritual, they called them spiritual disciplines, but I like to call them like spiritual exercises or spiritual tools. Um, We'll work on all of those, but you might have a week where it's a lot about forgiving and going and giving and serving or serving and forgiving. And, and they're all sort of mixed and matched all at the same time. And some days it's going to feel like we've given everything we've got or that we have no time left to serve. And those are the days that we need to give a little bit more and serve a little bit longer. Those are the days that are the hardest. And when they're the hardest, we must pray longer and more diligently. And we must must ask Jesus, the Holy Spirit, to be with us, to guide us, to comfort us, and to give us everything we need when we don't have anything left in us to be, forgive, serve, give, and go. We, on our own, cannot do it. We need the help of the Holy Spirit, who is God, who is Jesus, and we need to be in community with others. This isn't life, meaning this isn't life, isn't meant to be done alone. God created Adam and then he created a suitable helper. And he does that for all of us. He creates a community for us to help each other, for us to serve each other. And this forgiving and giving and serving and going isn't meant to be done all alone. It is meant to be done in a community for those who love Jesus and for those who don't love Jesus or don't know Jesus. And so that is why we need the red letters in the Bible. And the book touched on these broader topics. But as you read in Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, the Gospels, all the red letters, all the words of Jesus Christ, there is so much instruction. There is so much comfort. There is so much love. There is so much grace and mercy given to us, showing us and guiding us and helping us to be able to live out the words of the red letters. So for those of you who went through this 40-day challenge with me, you know that this is hard. And if you didn't, and this all sounds hard, it is. But we are in good company. 
we are in the company of the one who gave all, who gave his life so that we can live forever. And the one who we can never, ever emulate what he went through. We could never possibly give or serve or forgive in a way, and I know I'm forgetting one, serve and give and forgive and go in a way that Jesus did. And, and the being part of it too. We can't have the relationship that Christ has with God the Father. It, he is God and that relationship as human Jesus with God the Father is unmatched. And yet it is recorded so that we have that amazing example. But it is hard um, it is hard on this earth and absolutely we will be challenged in the spiritual way because the devil always hates it when somebody is on the side of Jesus. And so he will pick you apart and feed you all kinds of lies in the form of both things that will attract your attention away from doing and being and serving and honoring Jesus Christ and also in ways that will make you feel inferior and you're not good enough, but you are good enough. You are able to be like Jesus and it is in those simple things. It is in those times of listening to someone or offering them something that they are unable to do on their own or buy on their own or make on their own that we become Jesus to somebody else. So while it is hard, it is worth the pursuit take a little break and listen to how I make this podcast and listen to my commercial and I will be right back. Thank you very much. If you read the Red Letter Challenge and completed it, congratulations. If you haven't, give it a try. The Red Letter Challenge is a book by Zach Sender. It can be bought pretty much anywhere you buy a book or online. You can also go to redletterchallenge.org to learn more about it or Facebook Red Letter Challenge, Instagram I believe they're on Instagram too hashtag Red Letter Challenge gets you much of the information as well if you haven't tried it I would suggest trying it and if you did complete it um, I think that's amazing if you failed as much as I did on a few of the weeks, no big deal. If you're worried about trying it and failing, don't worry. Like, we're humans. It's going to happen, and we get another try. In fact, we get a lifetime. Keep trying. Work on being with Jesus. Open yourself up to forgiving others and seeking forgiveness. Work to look for ways to serve and give 
both out of your abundance and sacrificially. And keep going. All of this helps change the world through the red letters of Jesus Christ. The good news of the gospel. Keep reading those red letters. That's what's most important. Keep communicating with the author of the red letters, not Zach Zender. Although if you want to communicate with him, go right ahead. I'm sure he's a really good human. But I'm talking about the author of the words, the man behind the quotes, Jesus Christ himself. Speak with him, talk with him, read his red letters and take them to heart because when he spoke them, he spoke them to you. I love many years ago, a pastor shared with me that the Bible is about the then and there and the here and now. It is the then and there, the things that happen that are being recorded to tell us what happened then and what was going on at that period of time in our lives and not necessarily our lives, but at the time that Jesus was alive and all of the surroundings and descriptions and the people and all of that that were happening are ways to record history and give us knowledge of why things were done the way that they were done. But it also, but it is also the here and now because some 2,000 years later, the words are still true and still have meaning and substance and have lasted and have had impact. And, and that is what is going to help us get through not only 40 days of a red letter challenge, but get through our life and help us to be who Jesus wants us to be and to come to know him better and be in relationship better. Because when you are right with God, you are right with others and you can make things right with others because it is only when we are right with God that we have that ability. That is the good news of the gospel. It is Jesus Christ born to die to go to hell for our sins and raise again and to proclaim victory through Jesus in giving us the opportunity to preach that good news to others. That is exciting. So be Jesus to everyone you meet. When we look at our fellow humans as created in his image, we see Jesus in them too. So I'm cutting this episode a little bit short because now it's time to celebrate. My red letter challenge group is going to eat nachos because we're pretty sure that's what Jesus would do. We hope you celebrate too. Come back next week for an all new series I'm calling Secular Jesus. It's how I see Jesus everywhere, not just in church or Christian radio. So tell your friends and share my podcast with everyone you know. Thank you so much 
to Larry and Linda, Grace, Judy, Teresa, Susie, Carmen, Jim, Shelley, Mary, Shirley, Marjorie, Carla, Hannah, Emma, Candy, Lisa, Maureen, Susan, and anyone else who was following my group. Bob, that's you too. And I know I'm going to miss somebody. So if I do, email me at hippiechristianwhocares at gmail.com. I get that email wrong all the time, but I promise you it's hippiechristianwhocares at gmail.com. And I promise you I'll shout you out again. I am Chrissy Baki, the hippie Christian who cares. Let's keep being Jesus to everyone we meet.